0: sweet. The television was on in the other room, and she could hear the low voice of a newscaster as she walked toward the kitchen. Lance's parents didn't care about his having sundown parties at their old farmhouse, so he had one almost every weekend, locking the doors at dusk and keeping them barred until dawn. She'd been to plenty, and the mornings were always full of shouting and showers, boiling coffee and trying to hack together breakfast from a couple of eggs and scraps of toast. And long lines for the two small bathrooms, with people beating on the doors if you took too long. Everyone needed to pee, take a shower, and change clothes. Surely that would have woken her. But if she had slept through it, and everyone was already out at a diner, they would be laughing it up. Joking about her unconscious in the tub and whatever they'd done in that bathroom while she was asleep. Plus, maybe photos. All kinds of stupid stuff that she'd have to hear repeated over and over when school started. She was just lucky they hadn't markered a mustache on her. If Pauline had been at the party, none of this would have happened. When they got wasted, they usually curled up underneath a dining room table, limbs draped over each other like kittens in a basket, and no boy in the world, not even Aiden, was bold enough to face Pauline's razor tongue. But Pauline was away at drama camp, and Tana had been bored, so she'd gone to the party alone. The kitchen was empty, spilled booze and orange soda pooling on the countertops and being soaked up by a smattering of potato chips tana was reaching for the coffee pot when across the black and white linoleum floor just on the other side of the doorframe to the living room she saw a hand its fingers stretched out as if in sleep she relaxed no one was awake yet that was all maybe she was the first one up although when she thought back to the sun streaking through the bathroom window, it had seemed high in the sky. The longer she gazed at the hand, though, the more she noticed that it seemed oddly pale, the skin around the fingernails bluish. Tana's heart started to thud, her body reacting before her mind caught up. She slowly set the pot back on the counter and forced herself to cross the kitchen floor, step by careful step until she was over the threshold of the living room. Then she had to force herself not to scream. The tan carpet was stiff and black with stripes of dried blood, spattered like a Jackson Pollock canvas. The walls were streaked with it, handprints smearing the dingy beige surfaces. And the bodies. Dozens of bodies. People she'd seen every day since kindergarten people whom she played tag with and cried over and kissed, were lying at odd angles, their bodies pale and cold, their eyes staring like rows of dolls in a shop window. The hand near Tana's foot belonged to Imogen, a pretty, plump, pink-haired girl who was planning to go to art school next year. Her lips were slightly apart, and her navy anchor-print sundress rode up so that her thighs were visible. She appeared to have been caught as she was trying to crawl away, one arm extended and the other gripping the carpet. Ada's, Elena's, and John's bodies were piled together. They'd just gotten back from summer cheer camp, and it started the party off with a series of backflips in the yard just before sunset, as mosquitoes buzzed through the warm breeze. Now, dried blood crusted on their clothing like rust, tinting their hair, dotting their skin like freckles. Their eyes were locked open, the pupils gone cloudy. She found Lance on a couch, posed with his arms thrown over the shoulders of a girl on one side and a boy on the other, all three of their throats bearing ragged puncture marks, all three of them with beer bottles resting near their hands as if they were still at the party, as though their white-blue lips were likely to say her name at any moment. Tana felt dizzy. The room seemed to spin, She sank to the blood-covered carpet and sat, the pounding in her head growing louder and louder. On the television, someone was spraying orange cleaner on a granite countertop while a grinning child ate jam off a slice of bread. One of the windows was open, she noticed, curtain fluttering. The party must have gotten too warm, everyone sweating in the small house and yearning for the cool breeze just outside. Then, once the window was open... It would have been easy to forget to close it. There was still the garlic, after all, still the holy water on the lintels. Things like this happened in Europe, in places like. This.